This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. A 16-foot killer whale totem pole is traveling through the upper Pacific Northwest. As KLCC's Brian Bull reports, it's to raise awareness of indigenous people's calls to remove four dams from the Snake River. Through May, the carving is traveling through Oregon, Washington, and Idaho, including stops with Native American tribes. The pole is at the University of Oregon until Sunday before heading out to Astoria. Jewel James is the Lummi Master Carver accompanying the pole. He says the dams interfere with salmon migration, which in turn disrupts the feeding cycles of killer whales. We're hoping that we're tapping into the mind and the conscience of the observers, that we're awakening them to the need to stand up and give voice. Our congressmen, they have the power to say, okay, remove the dams. Let's take a vote. And the only way they're going to ever support that is if the people speak out. Dam supporters, largely Republican lawmakers, argue the dams provide hydropower as well as irrigation and river navigation. For National Native News, I'm Brian Bull in Eugene, Oregon. The Federation of Sovereign Indian Nations and Residential School Survivors want Pope Francis to visit the Muscaugan Indian Residential School, which is the last standing residential school in Saskatchewan. They're calling on the Canadian Conference of Catholic Bishops to arrange the visit when the Pope is expected to travel to Canada in July. In April, Pope Francis apologized to Indigenous people in Canada for the Catholic Church's role in Indian residential schools. First Nations leaders and residential school survivors gathered outside the school Monday, where they held a press conference, which was streamed live by APTN National News. Muscaugan First Nation Chief Jamie Wolfe says the Pope's visit to their land to apologize would mean a lot to many First Nations people. I wouldn't want to watch something like that on TV. I would want the person here in in person to have him come and say sorry for what you had to endure in this school. Vice Chief of the Federation of Sovereign Indian Nations, Dave Pratt, was among a delegation to meet with the Pope in Rome at the end of March and early April. I know that we do have some work to do. We're going to continue to push for healing. We know that a lot of healing has to take place for our people. We know that there's not one of us that has not felt this impacts of the residential schools. Both my parents were survivors. Every one of us either attended or had our parents or our grandparents. And some of us went three, four, five generations to the residential schools. And we all experienced terrible things within that system. Archbishop of Regina, Saskatchewan, Donald Boland says he supports the First Nation and school survivors, but says there are very few locations Pope Francis will be able to visit due to health reasons. Pope Francis's health is not good. I've just come from Rome, returned last night for different kinds of meetings, but uh, I was at a at a public gathering where Pope Francis was there on Friday morning, and he's now in a wheelchair, and uh, hopefully not for too long, but he's, he's not in good health. According to the FSIN, Saskatchewan had 22 Indian residential schools that housed tens of thousands of First Nations children. Many students were physically, mentally, sexually, and spiritually abused, and many did not make it home. Last year, an investigation found 35 graves at the Muscaugan Indian Residential School. The U.S. Department of the Interior has extended the deadline for nominations for the Secretary's Tribal Advisory Committee for tribal leaders to have direct communication with Secretary Deb Holland. Nominations will now be accepted through May 16th. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by the Native American Disability Law Center, a non-for-profit 501c3, at 800-862-7271 or nativedisabilitylaw.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.